0: Around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Rudy Maxa and Robert and Mary Carey on the SSI Radio Network. 800-387-8025 that's 1-800-387-8025 visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on facebook and instagram at rmworldtravel and now welcome to america's number one travel radio show
1: welcome aboard you are listening to rm world your rm world travel connection and we're proud to say this is america's most widely syndicated radio travel show robert mary and i are happy to have you here this weekend, as every weekend, we broadcast Saturday live this first weekend of February, just after 10.06 a.m. Eastern. Now, I know a lot of our stations time-shift our show to later on Saturday, even on Sunday, but you're as welcome as, uh, as today's listeners are. Well, this week, listen, I traveled to London to visit my family here, so I'm broadcasting from the Village of Barnes in London, or as they say here, at Bonds. Uh, while Robert and Mary are back at the RM World Travel Center headquarters from their New York-area studio, Uh, Today is, uh, Robert and Mary, today is National Yorkshire Pudding Weekend here, but don't worry, I know, if you're not planning on making Yorkshire pudding, don't worry, because in the U.S., National Yorkshire Pudding Day isn't until October 13th.
2: Oh, great. Okay, so no pressure.
1: you got I'm time. half British,
2: so I've never made it. Um, Rudy, you know, I love when you broadcast from London with your family because the listeners don't get to hear it, but we certainly do. Um, your grandchildren on the piano, it's lovely. <laughs> they play would little introductory I'd like to have music as show. we warm up. Yes, so <laughs> yeah, nice.
3: We'll have to do that. So, All right, so listen, I know we've got uh, something coming up here we want to get to. Uh, clearly, it's been another busy week for travel news, and if you're a stockholder of Boeing, well, thanks to those tax mm-hmm. cuts, they're certainly flying high these days. Uh, but another big travel story out there right now is the severity of this year's flu season mary and i we live in connecticut Uh, our home state has experienced over 50 deaths so far uh, because of the flu season uh, with 20 just this week Um, and to get an accurate read on what's happening across the country with the flu so travelers can take precautions holding on the line from atlanta is kelly holton the chief communications officer of the cdc or the Center for Disease Control. So Mary, how about we do the quick rundown then we'll get right to Kelly.
2: Sure, in about 10 minutes, author Patricia Schultz joins the show for a Right Stuff segment to discuss her best-selling book, 1000 Places to See Before You Die. And she may just tell us where her favorite place in the world is. We'll introduce you to the Managing Director of Volunteer World, a group that connects travel volunteers to over 1300 organizations worldwide. Linda Ho will weigh in on some of the best Chinese New Year celebrations in the US. And then towards the end of this hour Dan Post setting joins us to discuss travel etiquette items that you should know when you travel abroad and we have a busy hour two coming up as well as we'll answer some listener emails today.
3: Uh, We will indeed Uh, and we'll also welcome a new station of the network and share the results of our latest travel polls in hour two but first we have the CDC's Kelly Holton waiting on the line so let's welcome her back to the show and get an update on the serious flu season that's going on. Kelly are you there with us? Hi,
4: yes, I'm here. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm glad to be back.
3: Thank you. Uh, It's great to have you back, and we appreciate you taking a little time to join Mary, Rudy, and me today. So, Kelly, listen, the Super Bowl is tomorrow. I understand a number of the Eagle players have the flu, and with the many thousands of people descending on Minneapolis, you know, Rudy, he wasn't going to stick around for the flu to become an (laughs) epidemic there. He's trekked over to London. Uh, But, you know, listen, in all seriousness, the flu is in every state right now except Hawaii, I believe. Give us the latest for travelers from the CDC in Atlanta.
4: Well, you're right. We are experiencing a, a really bad flu season here in the United States. And a lot of other countries around the world are also experiencing flu seasons right now. In fact, this is a personal story to me. I just recovered from the flu. So so I completely understand why people are are worried about it. Um, but I'm sure you're familiar with that expression, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, Well, in Travelers Health, we like to say it's flu season somewhere. And flu is really something travelers should have on their minds all the time and and really think about your destination. So in the northern hemisphere, we have our flu season from October through May. So we're right in the middle of it right now. In the southern hemisphere, it's April through September. So you have to look at a different time frame. And then in the tropics and subtropics, flu can spread all year long. So it's really something important to keep in mind when you're planning your travels and and think about whether it will be flu season when you're there.
2: Kelly, I have a Um, question on the vaccine. So if people are getting the vaccine here in the States and they're traveling to a different part of the world in a few months, will they still be covered?
4: So there there are two different vaccines, a, a northern hemisphere vaccine and a southern hemisphere vaccine. The only one available here is the northern hemisphere vaccine, typically. This year, they're the same vaccine, so, so it would okay. be covered for either one. But sometimes you'll see different strains circulating, and so the vaccines are a little bit different. The vaccine is really our first recommendation for travelers, that you should get a yearly flu vaccine and get it early in the season if you can. But if you haven't been vaccinated yet, it's not too late. It can still offer you protection for the rest of the season.
3: So, Rudy, I know you're over there in London right now. Any questions you have uh, regarding
1: anything going on there with the flu for Kelly? Well, is this a worldwide thing, Kelly, or is this just the United States?
4: There is flu circulating um, in many countries around the world right now, so it, it is a bad flu season in the U.S., but we're also seeing lots of circulation in other countries, so really, no matter where you're traveling, it's a good thing to keep in mind. Um, travel doesn't necessarily inherently increase your risk for flu. You can catch it in any number of ways, um, but you are going to be in airports around lots of different people, and so it's it's good to remember you're running into a cross-section of people.
3: Yeah, I would think so. So Kelly, I mean, a a question for you right now, you know, we've got a lot, you're you're talking to a very large travel audience around the country, people are obviously on the move. Um, What are some, you know, precautions or recommendations that you're gonna suggest to all of us? Clearly washing our hands, but what else can we do uh, if if we haven't gotten the flu vaccine?
4: Yeah, well, washing your hands is really important. You wanna wash your hands as often as possible with soap and water. If soap and water aren't available, then you want to use an alcohol-based hand sanitizer that has at least 60% alcohol. Um, It's also a really good idea, you know, you're touching all kinds of surfaces to avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth um, because that's an easy way to spread germs.
1: And then of so that, course, Ke- Kelly, that is so okay. hard. I've heard people, you know, they've done studies where people touch their faces like 60 times a minute or, or an hour and don't even know it. Is that right?
4: It is. It's really hard to avoid doing that. And you have to put a lot of thought into into it. So it's a good thing to have in the front of your mind um, because we do it without even thinking about it. Um, when, when you can, avoid large crowds um, or avoid close contact with sick people in order to, um, to reduce your risk. We also would recommend that people pack a travel health kit wherever you're going so that if you do start to experience symptoms, you have some of the things
3: you would need. Yeah, you have something there right
4: away. Yeah, something to reduce your fever, that kind of thing.
3: Well, Kelly, listen, you know, we are on a hard break that's coming up. We really appreciate you checking in with us from the CDC today. Folks, you can go to cdc.gov for more information. And, Kelly, enjoy the weekend, okay? Thanks, you too. All
1: right. Stick around. Nice to have you in the house. Coming up, where the author of the book 1,000 Places to See Before You Die has not been to. Don't touch that dot.
0: To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RMWorldTravel. We're coming right back.
3: Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro, as it's what we all use when we travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags.com, and top luggage specialty retailers, or check out TravelPro.com to shop their online outlet. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: If you shop online without the best coupons, you might as well be saying no to extra cash in your pocket. Fortunately, there's Honey, a free browser extension that helps you get the best price on everything online. Honey scans and tests millions of coupon codes from around the web and automatically applies the best one to your order. It's so easy, Time Magazine calls Honey basically free money. Take two seconds to add Honey to your browser and never miss out on free money again. Get Honey free at joinhoney.com rm or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
3: Here's something interesting. Studies show that security systems deter burglars. That's why securing your home or small business is truly a necessity. And we recommend the security system, simplysafe.com travel. It's exceptionally smart, and its sensors will protect every point of access to your home or small business. 24-7 monitoring is just $14.99 a month, and there are no long-term contracts. You'll even get a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to simplysafe.com travel, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
0: A question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Rudy, Robert, and Mary anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel.
1: Now, back to RM World Travel. Welcome back to the show. This portion of the program is sponsored by American made with all American materials, MyPillow.com. Guaranteed to be the most comfortable pillow you will ever own. Did you know that MyPillow, based right here in Minnesota, has sold more than 30 million pillows worldwide? Well, here's your chance to join the many millions of people who are sleeping better than they ever have. For a limited time, you can get two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere travel pillows for 50% off. Just go to MyPillow.com and be sure to click on the Radio Listeners Special. Then use promo code RM. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you'll stay there longer. Each MyPillow comes with a 10-year warranty. They can be washed and dried and also they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you've got nothing to lose. Go to MyPillow.com and enter promo code RM at the Radio Listener tab to get the Arm World Travel special of two premium MyPillows plus two Go Anywhere Travel MyPillows for 50% off. You can also find a direct link by going to the radio show's website, com, and looking under sponsors. You know, the most oft-asked question I get, not just when I give speeches, but when I run into people in stores who recognize me or I go to parties, is, hey, uh, you're a travel writer, what's your favorite place? So I thought it would be nice for a change for me to ask that question of an expert. And I've got an expert that... Outclasses me by, you know, a Minnesota mile. I don't know if that's an expression, but it is. Her name is Patricia Schultz. You've probably heard of her best selling book. It's called 1,000 Places to See Before You Die. And it's been reprinted all over the world. It's a huge bestseller. She joins us from her home in New York. Patricia, welcome to the show.
6: Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: All right. Before I ask you the million dollar, anybody ever asked you that, where your favorite place is?
6: (laughs) Yes. And if I had a nickel for every time someone did, I could probably buy us all a few tickets around the world.
1: (laughs) I can imagine. Before we get to that, I'm so glad I get to ask somebody else this. Um, Before we get to that, tell me how you came to put together and write 1,000 Places to See Before You Die. Were you keeping notes while you were traveling? Were friends asking you to write up little descriptions? What?
6: Yes and yes. Um, I think, you know, all of uh, the travel writers, our friends, our families, our colleagues all have this, you know, mental list of Places they tuck away as being their favorites for different reasons: for food, for natural beauty, for the best museums, etc. So that you know, when over at a dinner party, or you know, your friends next door neighbors going on their honeymoon, they ask you that question. Well, where should we go? Or what's the best for? You know, what's the most beautiful island? Or you know, you have ready this kind of stockpile of places that you know are your personal experience and I was lucky enough to ultimately put it all together between two covers when I got this wonderful contract that they said, can you do it in a year? In fact, it took eight years, but it was this book project to put together all of my favorite places, which I thought was easy peasy, because, you know, what was so hard about that? (laughs) In fact, it took (laughs) eight years, and I'm still, you know, every time I go on a trip or, you know, I'm making plans, it changes and morphs and grows, and, uh, you know, I'm always updating and revising, because the more you travel, the more, you know... Your answers to those questions, what is your favorite place, or what is your favorite island, or what is your favorite restaurant, they change on a day-to-day basis.
2: All
1: right. Let me ask you the question. And you don't have to limit it to one, one place, but give us as many as you want, four, five, six, whatever you want of your favorite places. You don't have to go into great detail. Many will probably know. Maybe a couple we won't, but go ahead.
6: Well, I have a thousand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I got the book.
6: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's funny because a seemingly simple question, oh, what are your top five, in fact, is just incredibly complex and involved and I always do come back to the same place which I think surprises people sometimes because they want to hear that it's Mongolia or Patagonia or Antarctica and all of them are but it's a place that's more accessible and more known and familiar to many people and that is Italy Um, I think if you've been and I'm sure you have right
1: Uh, Yes, I've done, I think, eight PBS shows alone in Italy. See,
6: it's somebody's favorite. Um, And my mother was born and raised there, but I understood immediately that you don't need to have um, Italian blood cursing through your veins. Um, and you don't need to, you know, do the once in a lifetime because I, I lived there for three or four years. So I came to know it extremely well. And the more I knew it, the more I loved it even more. And the more I thought I'd seen it all, the more I would go back in a nanosecond. I've been back as you so many times because it never disappoints. It's never tiring to me. It's, it's always new and remarkable and stunning. Um, more UNESCO World Heritage Sites, I think, than, you know, countries that are 20 times its size. So Italy is um, my go-to favorite place for a million different reasons. And I mentioned Patagonia just now because there are those places of natural beauty that are amazingly empty that... Um, surprise you because you've seen the documentaries and you've seen, you know, the National Geographic specials and you've heard about it from people who've come back who just gush on. But it just blew me away. And I spent most of my time recently in Chile's Patagonia, although it's that vast area that also encompasses Argentina Argentina, and the southern uh, part of South um, America. And also, there's an entire region of the globe, which is uh, Southeast Asia. Mm. And that, to me, is just magical. Um, I went decades ago for the first—I was one of the first Americans I was told to go to Burma, Myanmar, and then since went back to Thailand and um and vietnam and laos cambodia um, all of the island nations like the Mm -hmm. philippines and indonesia um, that area that shares so much and yet each of these destinations are very different but so gracious and lovely and hospitable and welcoming and just very exotic and incredible food um, beautiful beaches
1: i couldn't couldn't agree more you're listening To the voice of an expert who knows that of which she is speaking her name is patricia schultz she's the author of the best-selling book one thousand places to see before you die and i thought we're doing a travel show and people always ask me where i what my favorite places is i thought i'd go to an uber expert all right patricia let's what is um, i mean look i agree with you totally i i think i when i get asked i often say it's some place you discover later in life i'm an army brat spent a lot of time in europe didn't get to asia at 32 changed my life and so i'm sort of an asia file but I love south america and let me let me let me ask you this question where and and I know you get asked it often as well, but where have you not been that you are dying to go to
6: um well, you know. Much of the world I haven't seen, um, and if I have been to a particular country, I may have seen it only superficially. So you know, mm-hmm. have you been to A, B, and C? Yes, but can I pretend to know it well? No. Um, but countries that I have not yet visited at all, uh, they are many, and at the top, top, top of my short list is New Zealand. Oh. Have you been?
1: Oh, I've been several times. You are going to love it. I've, I've not oh. been to Portugal.
6: Oh, okay. So I'm dying stop to go to Portugal and
1: Vietnam. Neither of where, neither of which I've been to.
6: Yeah. So much to see, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know how um, somehow New Zealand
1: um, <laughs> missed your. You no,
6: know, was always on my radar. It's always been on my list, but you know, so much to see, so little time. So, and I do think you need to be um, selective, and you need to make it a, you know, you need to make it happen, um, as with everything in life. Whatever's special to you and kind of wows you, you need to make it happen sooner rather than later, because um, there are no guarantees, are there?
1: There are none. In the minute we have left, one more place you'd like to go to that you haven't been to.
6: Oh, let's see. Um, I have been to the coastline of Turkey and I've been to Istanbul I don't know how many times and of course the must-see Cappadocia but I would love to venture further into Turkey and then mm-hmm. just beyond to the Caucasus, Armenia um, Georgia, the Republic of Georgia I've been to but again just superficially that area fascinates me in you know western Asia especially Turkey lovely lovely people incredible food again you know antiquities so um, I'd love to I'd go back and. announce and a second.
1: I second that emotion. Did you visit all the places you wrote about in a thousand places to see before you die?
6: About um, 80%. So wow. I, I too am still ticking them off. And my bucket list grows ever longer. I don't know how that happens. The more I travel, the longer my bucket list becomes. So um, I hope to feel that I've never seen it all because that would just be sad and very unrealistic.
1: Well said. Patricia, thank you so much for stopping in today.
6: Oh, thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Bye. Bye bye. Patricia Schultz's book is 1000 Places to See Before You Die. You can look at her website, which is the number 1000 followed by places. So all smashed together in one word 1000places.com. 1, and uh, this book has been a bestseller all around the world. And I met Patricia at the San Diego uh, Travel and Adventure Show a couple weekends ago, and, and uh, again at the Washington, D.C. Travel and Adventure Show a week ago. And she was nice enough to say she'd come on the show. I know she's done these interviews so many times. Um, Again, the book is 1,000 Places to See Before You Die. I gather she's updating it all the time, so new editions are coming out uh, uh, regularly. You're here listening to rmworldtravel.com. I'm Rudy Maxa. Coming up next, Robert and Mary Carey will be talking a little bit about volunteering, a great way to travel, a great way to get involved in the community. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back. Right after this short word from various sponsors. Today's
0: edition of RM World Travel is coming right back. And you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com.
3: Have you dragged your IRS tax problems into 2018? Well, you know, it's not if, it's when they catch up with you. But with the number one tax resolution firm, Optima Relief, standing between you and the IRS, you can finally look forward to a fresh start. Call Optima to see if you qualify for the Fresh Start initiative and tell them the Travel Trio sent you. The number is 800-501-0866, 800-501-0866, that's 800-501-0866, or Find it at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Ama Waterways River Cruises are all about ensuring you enjoy the destinations as well as the journey itself. Immerse in local cultures and sites and enjoy luxury accommodations as you travel from one stunning city to the next. Every Ama Waterways River Cruise includes small group tours and excursions in every port of call, plus all your meals and fine wines and beer with lunch and dinner. You'll get free Wi-Fi and bicycles to explore on your own or join guided bike tours of charming towns. Discover Europe, Asia, and Africa with the best at amawaterways.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
0: To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection.
3: Good to have you back here in the New York area with us. Mary and I always enjoy knowing you're out there listening to our broadcast. And we want to share that this segment of your RM World Travel Connection is sponsored by Le Bleu Premium Ultra Pure Water.
2: Hydration is so important, whether we're traveling, at home, on the job. And if things like better health, better skin, better organ function, and a better life matter to you, then give yourself the best. Le Bleu Premium Ultra Pure Water. This is a perfectly natural water with a fresh, clean taste that's odorless and colorless, and your body will crave it.
3: You know, most waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents. Some even contain low traces of arsenic. The composition of Le Bleu is actually just water. 11% hydrogen, 89% oxygen, and nothing else. And Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process Even kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. There's a growing list of retailers at leblue.com, L-E-B-L-E-U.com, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: Last week, Pascal Christians was excited to find out that he'd been featured on the Forbes Europe 30 Under 30 list, which honors 30 young innovators, entrepreneurs, and leaders in Europe under 30. What began in high school as a project organizing relief efforts to Tanzania eventually led to the founding of his own organization, Volunteer World. An extensive traveler, Pascal joins us today to talk about why he founded Volunteer World and how it's changing the shape of volunteering in 76 countries and counting.
3: Welcome, Pascal, all the way from Germany. We've been looking forward to speaking with you today. How are you?
2: Yeah, uh, not too
3: bad.
7: Uh, thank you for um, having me on your show.
3: Well, we appreciate that. First off, listen, I want to just say congratulations on the honor from Forbes. Clearly, your entrepreneurship has been internationally recognized, and I'd love to know you know, how the idea came to you to create Volunteer World.
7: Uh, well, um I would describe myself more or less as a global citizen and um, I've traveled a lot and visited many social projects across Asia and Europe and and Latin America. And during my high school time, I volunteered and after taking my A-levels, I wanted to volunteer abroad. And all I see in the Internet were um, agencies' offices and all those agencies had high prices and it was very time-consuming. And I thought it must be a better way to organize a Volunteer Broad Day. Okay. So,
2: and Sorry. So are you the only organization that exists out there online? And what are some factors that make Volunteer World unique online for people?
7: Well, there are hundreds of thousands of agencies, NGOs um, in the world who need international volunteers. And um, Volunteer World is the leading comparison platform for volunteer abroad opportunities. What we do basically is connecting international volunteers with local NGOs. Some people also say we are the Airbnb for international volunteering. Yeah, that's, I, we, I think
3: that's a good, a good yeah. description.
7: Yeah, and um, all in all today we have more than 1,300 volunteer abroad opportunities in more than 80 countries. So we are the largest comparison platform for international volunteering worldwide. And uh, most of our customers um, are from the United States.
3: Well, I think that's interesting, Pascal, because, again, as you said, you've got over 1,300. I've got the website up right now in the front of us here in our studio, and you are comparing all of these volunteer abroad programs. I'd like to know, you know, how do you maintain transparency? And specifically, you know, how do you ensure that all the volunteer projects are actually doing what they say they're doing? So how vigorous and frequent is your vetting?
7: So we um, pre-screen and vet all volunteer programs before they go online. So we have a lot of people in our office who are doing interviews with those volunteer organizations. We try to match the content of the volunteer program to the requirements of the program. And we check um, if the program has high ethical standards, for example, a minimum duration for programs that care about children or if we have programs that care about animal welfare. We cooperate with um, animal welfare uh, um, organizations that tell us um, which minimum standards there should be at a volunteer program. And um, we get a lot of feedback from former volunteers and from protective organizations that help us to distinguish the good from the bad programs. So not all programs go online at Volunteer World, but we have very high quality standards.
2: Okay, so uh, we understand and we really respect your social responsibility and interest in the world. From a personal standpoint, what does this early success mean to you?
7: Um, so uh, me, um, the early success means a lot um, to our whole team. Um, Forbes selected Volunteer World and me as Managing Director to the Forbes 30 under 30 list. And I think what we can do is giving something back to society and show people how to enable a social journey abroad. It's not easy. So once you want to start a volunteer abroad opportunity, you are overwhelmed by those opportunities. and. We help and consult for steps and connect you to social project abroad. Well, folks,
3: listen, their website is volunteerworld.com. Go check it out, as Pascal just said, and they've been called the Airbnb for uh, the volunteer world. Pascal, really nice to connect with you. I'm sure we'll be in touch again. Enjoy the weekend, okay?
2: Thanks a lot. Take care. Thank you.
3: All right. I'm very happy to hear that uh, the U.S. Yeah, is the top uh, user of yeah. his site. So volunteer yep. Socially world.
2: I love it. Yeah.
3: And on that note, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to link up with Rudy while he's over in London uh, for segment four before Mary and I will be back uh, with you in about 10 minutes. And we're going to be talking travel etiquette with Dan Post-Senning from the Emily Post Institute. So stick around as the RM World Travel Express rolls on. The show returns in three minutes.
0: RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned.
1: We're back after these messages. We get such an amazing shave using Dollar Shave Club razors with their shave butter that now we use their other products, too. They make stuff for your hair, face, skin, and shower using only the finest premium ingredients. And they deliver. Right now, you can get your first months of the club's best razor, along with travel versions of their shave butter, body cleanser, and hygiene wipes for just $5. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. Get your Dollar Shave Club starter kit at dollarshaveclub.com rm. Or you can visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. By now, we've all seen the flashy Valentine's displays at malls and grocery stores. While it might feel a little early to you, there are advantages to getting your Valentine's needs knocked out today. 1-800-Flowers.com is having one of their best flash sales ever. Right now, for a limited time, you can score up to 60% off best-selling bouquets, arrangements, and gifts. To order, go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, and enter the code R-M. That's 1-800-Flowers.com, code R-M. Or you can visit the radio show website, rmworldtravel.com, and look under sponsors. GEICO presents eyewitness interviews with inanimate objects.
0: This is Brian Bruno, live on the scene of a recently flooded basement, here to describe the event, a tube sock.
8: So I'm curled up in a cozy pile of whites when the washing machine suddenly starts shimmying and shaking. Next thing I know, we're standing in four inches of water.
2: Did you help clean up?
8: Sure, but I'm just one sock. A tube sock can't help you with a flooded basement, but the GEICO Insurance Agency can help you get covered for personal property damage. Call GEICO to see how affordable homeowners insurance can be.
0: I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I feel like I'm on top of the world. Disclaimer, you will not be transported to the top of the world. In the unlikely event you find yourself in the Arctic
1: Circle, seek shelter from the elements immediately to avoid frostbite and or hypothermia. Geico will not be responsible if you find yourself in a cave or crevasse with a lonely, abominable snowman, who in all likelihood will force you to play games including but not limited to go fish, charades, Chinese checkers, or his personal favorite, Red Rover, Red Rover, send Yeti on over. Geico is
8: not liable for any damages, either physical or emotional. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or
1: more. Imagine test driving a car for 100 days, because that's what Casper is doing by letting you try their mattress for 100 nights in your own home. It's two high-tech foams guarantee you get a great night's sleep. It ships right to your door for free in a small box, and if you don't love it, they'll pick it up and give you a full refund. Get started on your Casper 100-Night Sleep Challenge today. Go to Casper.com and use promo code RUDY, and you could save $50 on your purchase. Minimum purchase required. See site for details. Terms and conditions apply. For info, visit rmworldtravel.com.
3: Welcome to a new sponsor that we want everyone out there to know about and enjoy. It's La Blue Premium Ultra Water, and anything you're drinking that you think is water isn't unless it's 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen without additives, minerals, solvents, and more. This is La Blue, a perfectly natural water that is odorless and colorless. Drink La Blue, and you'll agree it's the best of the best as it has a fresh, clean taste that your body will crave. This is water and the perfect liquid for your body. Ask for it at retailers nationwide or at lablue.com or rmworldtravel.com.
5: Get out the map, get out the map, lay your finger
0: anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com.
1: Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. This segment of the show is sponsored by Optima Tax Relief. If you've dragged your IRS tax problems into the new year, how about making a resolution to fix it once and for all? You can't avoid... The IRS forever. But with the number one tax resolution firm, that would be Optima Tax Relief. With them on your side, you can stop worrying and put some joy back in your life. Optima knows that behind every tax problem are good, hardworking Americans, people with families, homes, savings, and paychecks. Stop living in fear if this is the day the IRS shows up at your workplace, garnishes your paycheck, or freezes your bank accounts. Optima is A-plus rated with a Better Business Bureau. So just call Optima to discuss the Fresh Start Initiative that just might solve your pro- IRS problems for good. And when you do call, tell them Rudy, Robert, and Mary told you to call. The number is 800-501-0866. Let me give it to you again. 800-501-0866. Or you can find that number by going to the radio show website, rmworldtravel.com, and looking at under sponsors we are coming up on february 16th to the chinese new year and you don't have to be chinese to celebrate chinese new year i think uh, our guest will tell us linda ho is the marketing manager with the hong kong tourism board in new york we're going to talk about what goes on in hong kong and chinese new years but first let's look a little closer to home linda you did a little research and found four or five cities that seem to host the largest chinese new year celebrations in the united states what are
5: they um they are new york san francisco Philadelphia, Honolulu, and Boston. Mainly, there's a high concentration of Asian and Chinese in those cities.
1: Right. And what might a a visitor to... I I know each city probably has a different time and different program and so on, but what might one expect? A whole lot of fireworks, a whole lot of costumes?
5: Well, it will be a lot of noises, a lot of lion dances, um, red packets, flowers, cheerfulness, and happiness.
1: The red packets are...
5: Um, Red packets, Um, they are red um, envelopes, small red envelopes, and they have some very auspicious um, words like um, folk, which is blessing, or longevity and and, and wealth and things like that written on the envelope, and then people would put in money into there. So it's given to the children um, by by their parents or by their aunts and uncles, so um, that is one favorite um, for the Chinese New Year.
1: Now, this is inaugurating the year of the dog. Will, mm-hmm. will costumes reflect that in any way, or is that merely a calendar thing?
5: Uh, it's a calendar thing. And uh, we do have some of the toys, um, which is very popular on display and for, for people to buy stuff, toys.
1: I see. But the lion is the principal beast of the uh, oh, Chinese okay. New Year.
5: Yeah, yeah, because, uh, yeah, because they bring in um, the, the sound and everything, and they bring in um, wealth, uh, prosperity. Uh-huh. So it's very usual for the shops um, to have the lions to come over to bless them. So they do the dance, they throw out the um, the um, lettuce because it represents um, growth and green. So um, they love it, and then um, they give up the red packet, especially in the shops, in the banks, and in the restaurants. They always have the lions come. Coming over there during the New Year to bless them,
1: and there's a lot of drumming and there's a lot of music. And uh, Uh I'm going to, I'm going to, excuse me, I'm going to suggest to listeners that they visit the Convention and Visitor Bureau websites, the Convention Uh and Visitor websites of those cities, to see what's on for Chinese New Year there. Now, Linda, let's let's talk about Hong Kong. You are the marketing director of Hong Kong Tourism Board. Yes, is is Hong Kong like nuts during uh, Chinese New Year? Is it is it a weekend long? Is it a week long celebration?
5: Well, it's two weeks long, if not two more. Two weeks? Wow, yeah. It's, it's the biggest celebration, and, and um, there's so much going on. In the past, like the Chinese tradition, they celebrate every day, signify one, uh, one, different, uh, one thing. So that's why it's so long. And basically, they start off with the flower market. So a week before the, the, the New Year, they will have a um, flower market in different locations in the city because people love flowers. The blooming means prosperity, again, and good luck. And the red means um, happiness and the gold. We, we means um, wealth and money mm-hmm. um that's why it's so popular and then um on the on the first night the main night of the Chinese new year, we have the um the pacific international night parade, and that is the biggest party in town um flows, cheerleaders uh banks and all kinds of performers will be there and this year, the Seattle Seagulls will be representing u s at the parade, so it's oh a lot goodness. of fun. And on now, night, we only
1: have 15 seconds left, but are there hotel rooms yeah. available? Could someone still go mid-February and, and celebrate for a couple weeks? Be.
5: It should be. It's perfect time. There's a lot of um, hotel uh, 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 rooms available, so it's not too late. Go to our website, discoverhongkong.com, and then there's a vacation page. You can look into all those details. There or call go. me.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> or call Linda Ho. Linda Ho is the marketing manager with the Hong Kong Tourism Board. She's based in New York where we reached your Lindas. Thank you for stopping by and happy Chinese New Year a little early to you. Thank you. you. Yeah, Take you care. too. Thanks. We'll be right back.
0: Join the Travel Trio by calling 800 378 Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show.
3: Well, it's been another diverse hour of Travel Talk, Mary, and there's still another strong hour coming up. And for this segment of today's live broadcast, we're being joined by Dan Post sending to discuss some travel etiquette matters. But before we bring in Dan, a quick word to say that your RM World Travel connection is sponsored by 800flowers.com. All right. Listen up, folks. With Valentine's Day just 11 days away, if you act this weekend only, you'll save up to 60% off best-selling bouquets, arrangements, and gifts. Think about that. Up to 60% off sweets, treats, and bouquets with this special flash sale for our listeners at 1-800-Flowers.com. To order, go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, enter promo code RM to save up to 60% this weekend only, and there's also a link at com under Sponsors.
2: Daniel Post-Senning joins us today. He's the co-president of the Emily Post Institute. He's also the co-host of the Awesome Etiquette podcast, and he's here to discuss some insights and tips on foreign travel and food etiquette.
3: Dan, nice to have you on the show with Mary and me. Thanks for your time. A pleasure to be with you. It's nice to have you here with us. Uh, so, you know, I want to start with this. You know, I think that we've all experienced when we travel that food etiquette from one country to another, it can be quite specific depending on the customs of the country. So we know you've traveled throughout Asia and with the world turning its attention to the Olympics in South Korea this month, I, I'd like to start there. You know, if you can share with us maybe two or three food etiquette items that are oblivious to American travelers, but things that you think that they should know if they're headed to South Korea?
8: Sure. Well, I, I mean, I think obviously the, the first thing to think about whenever you're entering any situation is the role that you're going to be playing. And the the role of the host or the role of the guest will really determine a lot of the expectations around your behavior. And usually when you're visiting a country, you're going to be playing that role of the guest. And this is really important in South Korean etiquette, that you want to be following the lead of your host. And if you If you follow that rule first, you're going to find yourself in pretty good shape for everything that's going to follow from there. The first thing that occurs to me is when you start eating, or even when you take your seat at the table, that you want to show respect to your host and to elders. So you want to be looking for that cue. You want to be looking for the person who's the most senior in the room in both age and rank. And really letting them set the pace for the meal, set the tone, but also even just looking for them for cues for when to begin from every perspective, from when you sit down to when you begin eating to how you finish and leave the table at the end of the meal.
2: Great tips. Dan, I'm curious. When I know you've spent a lot of time in India and etiquette, and so often when travelers are going to India, we're warned about you know, what not to eat and to watch the water and all of that. But when you do find food to eat in India, why don't you talk to us about some of the unique customs that you've found there?
8: Well, th- w- one of my favorite expressions from Indian cuisine is that food tastes better when eaten with your hands. <laughs> and whether whether you subscribe to this belief or not, I I think it's worth giving a try. Have you found and, that to be true? Uh, you know, I I enjoy it. Oftentimes, the food is prepared, and particularly in, in northern India, north western India, food is eaten with roti, uh, a flat bread. Mm-hmm. In south India, you're going to find food often served with rice, but in the north, with a bread, and you actually pick your food up with that bread. You tear off sort of a bite sized piece and use it to to pick up your food. The etiquette or the courtesy is that you don't actually stick your fingers into your mouth. You eat your food kind of off the tips of your fingers with your right hand. Um, but I recommend giving it a try because a lot of the food is designed to be delivered on that, that little piece of bread and it actually improves the flavor. So I think there's something apocryphal about that <laughs> expression, but there's also some practical truth
2: to it. As and well. it's with the right hand.
8: Um, Almost always.
2: Okay. All right. Good to know. Um, So we took this show to Barcelona last summer. Had a wonderful time. Um, The first thing we noticed is the dinners don't get going until 9 o'clock. Well, you didn't like that. Yeah, because I I tend to like to eat earlier these days. Maybe 20 years ago I would have anyway. (laughs) And quite often 10 o'clock at night. Uh, What are some customs uh, maybe in some other European countries that have surprised you or you think our travelers would be interested to hear about in Europe?
8: A lot of European manners are very similar to manners in North America. One of the the major differences, if you're talking formal dining, is placement of the hands at the dinner table. In European-style dining, you keep your hands in sight, you keep your hands on the table. In American-style dining, it's okay, it's considered acceptable, not rude, to recover your hands to your lap during the course of the meal, but... Usually if you're eating in Europe, you want to keep your hands in sight. That's just one of the little differences. You mentioned the other one, the pace of the meal, Mm -hmm. I think, is something to be aware of and the time for it. So grabbing a snack in the afternoon and being prepared to enjoy your food and to linger over it are also really good pieces of advice to keep in mind.
2: Yes, that is one thing we do love about Europe—the fact that you're not rushed out of the restaurants, and you do get to linger, and they encourage you to do that.
3: Absolutely, we we, we shut places down. (laughs)
2: Absolutely,
8: (laughs) and if you want to finish, I recommend asking for a bill. Usually, that is your responsibility. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It's worth
3: knowing. All right, so we've got about 45 seconds left with you. Any country that you favor for their overall food and cultural experience?
8: That is a really tough question. I would say I I love trying new things. So the country that I haven't been to, that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. And cuisine is so intimately connected to culture. I think it's um, a really excellent way to really investigate any country that you're visiting. Get curious. Do a little research ahead of time, but also talk to people. Ask people about food. Ask them what they like. Ask them how they like to eat it. It's a great entryway into the culture of any place that you're
3: visiting. Well, Dan, great advice. Uh, We appreciate it. It was nice to connect with you. Give our best to Lizzie and your team, and have a nice weekend, okay?
2: Will do. It's good to be with you. Take care. Thanks, Dan. You as well.
3: All right, always nice to connect with the Emily Post Institute. Yes, it's uh, very interesting
2: about South Korea following the leader and following the elders. And eat with and your booking. hands in India. Yes, I like that too, with your right so. hand, yeah.
3: Folks, that's going to do it for hour one of the program this week. But we've got a whole other new hour straight ahead, so we hope you'll stick around with us because after these messages, Mary, Rudy, and I will be back, and we'll be talking anything and everything in the world of travel with you, including listener emails.